You're listening to Them Damn Endings on Talk Jive Radio. I'm Kelly, and I do appreciate you hanging out with me today. It's a beautiful day today, even though it's uh, very rainy and, uh, you know, Oklahoma's weather's doing what it do. So uh, just be careful out there on the roads, please. Uh, Here's something from Vice.com. And it is on our social media pages. So uh, if you want to uh, if you want to read this, make sure that you do so. But we're going to talk about it right now. The headline is Instagram stories about violence against indigenous women are disappearing. You know, uh, we celebrated our nationwide uh, MMIP MMIW day just last Wednesday, not even a week ago. And I saw, uh, I, I saw some of this go on, but you know, at first, I don't know. I just kind of chalk it up to kind of, you know, how, plat- how platforms are and they have their algorithms, or whatever. but no, no, no. Again, concerted effort against the Indians. Here's what it says. People who shared Instagram stories memorializing missing and murdered indigenous women and girls, MMIWG, on a day meant to raise awareness of the high level of violence indigenous women face, were surprised to see their stories vanish without explanation. Instagram stories were shared and reshared across the platform on May 5th, the National Day of Awareness of MMIWG and Red Dress Day, all carrying the hashtag MMIWG. But the following morning, many Instagram users logged in to see this story is no longer available in place of their stories. Artist Chief Ladybird. Okay, Artist Chief Ladybird. Shared a post and story of the artwork she'd created of Patience Commanda, a youth from King's community of Chippewas of Rama First Nation, Shown in a red jingle dress with a red handprint across her mouth. The post remained, but the story had vanished. And then if you want to read the post, it's there. And many people had shared that, including Schitt's Creek co-creator Dan Levy. The artist said that while her stories appeared, Levy's Instagram story of her post remained. Feels like it was very targeted. Someone like Dan, who is a celebrity and who's white, just exempt from that. We don't get the type of exposure that non-indigenous people do. A spokesperson from Facebook, which owns Instagram, told Vice World News on May 6th, this is a widespread global technical issue not related to any particular topic and we're fixing it right now. It later apologized on Twitter. We've now fixed this issue. It impacted many stories containing reshared posts created yesterday and early this morning, plus highlights, plus archive more broadly. We're sorry to all impacted, especially those raising awareness for important causes globally. So you couldn't just name it. You couldn't just say, oh, these people especially were sorry. Okay. Uh, so a lot of people, many other related MMIWG Instagram stories, including some stories about non-binary and black indigenous folks experiencing violence also disappeared. Influencer and yoga instructor Shayla Stonechild, who is Metis, and I'm not going to butcher that, from First Nations. She's a First Nations Indian. Woke up at 5 a.m. on Thursday and noticed her behind-the-scenes shot with designer Leslie Hampton remain on her Instagram story, but her reposts of other indigenous influencers and activists had been removed. 
Initially thinking it was a glitch affecting only her account, she began noticing that other people's stories weren't available. And then she posted a poll. And so this is, you can go ahead and go and read the story because I've got a lot, um, a lot for this, uh, they have a lot of these different posts, uh, that are shared within this vice story. So you can go to our social media pages and finish reading that. But I think we all get the gist, don't we? These stories were targeted and taken down. It's, but it, how often does that happen anyway? Seriously, though, how I'm not, I'm not saying it's right. I am absolutely not saying it's right. No, no, no. I, I agree. It was a targeted campaign to try to take this away, or I don't know what they thought. Do they think that MMIP is some kind of, I, I don't know. What are they, what are they, what are they, what exactly are they trying to say here? Uh, uh some kind of nefarious gang are we serious like i get when oath keepers or proud boys or you know any of the hardcore lefties get tagged with some of their rhetoric but this is a this is a <sighs> This is a, a, a social issue. This is a personal issue. And, you know, what about the Me Too movement? Was this a thing during the Me Too movement? Was this a thing, you know, ha is, is this the only thing that this that this has happened to I doubt it and I'm sure that this is just another part of censoring you know black and indigenous and people of color this is just another way and I don't know why we're even surprised I mean Indians didn't create this there's there's no kind of fairness there in fact I mean what we see all across these social media platforms is how Indians are disappearing. And now we know it's with their help. And the reality is, I mean, it's been happening. I mean, it's uh, the, just like the, the MMIP issue itself. It's still happening. And it's happening because, you know, culture vultures, people infiltrating tribes, people pretending, being pretendians. Not really being Indian, but yet saying, you know, hey, we're indigenous and we're descendants of whatever, whatever circle dirt tribe that doesn't even really exist and never did. And and there's so there's a lot of that out there. So it's like I said, I agree that we're vanishing, but the people who who are who are bringing that point home have a large part to play and why where I got my, my quotes that we're vanishing. I think that's all the more reason why we need to make sure that we're, we're standing up and making our voices heard. I absolutely don't know what the answer is to this on any level. I mean, we go for our leadership, but I, but I'll tell you one thing. I'm, I'm a lot happier where we are with our leadership now 
with our federal leadership. And if there's no other spot, no other place where I'm prouder uh, of our new administration is the Department of Interior. If, uh, I mean, Deb Holland, uh, I called her a secretary kicking ass because that's what she's doing. Uh, she, she halted Arctic drilling uh, because of the sensitive ecosystems that it would impact. I'm loving this, by the way. I'm here for it. And and so we we do there are some bright lights. There are. I don't mean to be so hopeless and just whatever. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I can't say I'm apathetic because I'm not apathetic, but I am frustrated. I'm frustrated with a lot of things like that and it just feels like it feels like we should know better I mean don't we I mean we we go and talk to Indians everywhere like all across the state we've we've been all all kinds of places to talk to Indians and the Indians that we've met and we talked to are awesome and they get it and they know and and a lot of you you know Like a lot of you I talk to, you get it, you know, you know where we've got to change. A lot of you are really, really organized too. And that's awesome. But where do, how do we get those voices all together? Because it's like I said, across the state of Oklahoma, I know... Young up-and-coming leaders, I know older older leaders who have been, who have dedicated themselves to true service, and you can tell by how their tribes have grown. Governor Anatevi, just like that. I mean, yeah, he's done amazing things, but he's had help and he's had leadership and he's had guidance from his people. And, you know, not to take away everything that they have done and everything that they have accomplished. That's 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 not what I mean when I say these bigger tribes are are making these decisions. Please understand that I'm not taking away from them. My hope is to encourage smaller tribes to either band together, either partner with larger tribes or do something and get a seat at the table. I'm glad that there are tribes at the table. Don't get me wrong. Please understand. We we need tribes at the table. We have to have them. But that table needs to be expanded to include all of our tribes. And to do that, all of our tribes have to care. <laughs> our leadership has to care. And they have to want to be at that table. And they 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 have to know how to get a seat at that table. And so those are the kinds of things that we can learn from larger, more organized tribes. Uh, you know, the Muscogee Creek Nation, they're doing amazing things. They just dropped the creek off. So I guess they're just the Muscogee Nation now. So um, they're doing amazing things. And they have, you know, they should have, they have a large seat at the table. And, 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 but that's still, that's still... 
a, a, a tribe that's wholly different from us. The civilized tribes had hundreds of years. Uh, and just translate that into technology and business years, like that is light years ahead of us Plains Indians. And we've had to learn really fast. And we've had to just really put the plane together as we're in the air, so to speak. <laughs> sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's just ended and it's just pushing the same old wheel. And everybody else is off the ground. So I, there's all kind of analogies, y'all. But I don't know, I don't know where, where your tribe is, if it's still pushing that same old wheel around or if it's, you know, building the next rocket to go into space. But wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, you've got to have a seat at that federal table. Because when you have a seat at that federal table, this the seats at this at the state table aren't so daunting. And these are where the decisions are made. And I do encourage a cooperative relationship with the state of Oklahoma. I do. That's just not what we get. And, you know, asking... You know, oh, may we please do this and please and thank you when they say no, just for the sake of saying no, saying no to things that they can't say no on, but yet try to. Um, you know, it all matters. Leadership, plans, the, these, these directions that, that, that our, our leaders are taking us, they do matter. And some tribes see the, the seven generations ahead and some only see them the, the what's in front of them. And so I don't know where we come together, but hopefully at the next United for Oklahoma meeting, they talk about that and how to help other tribes and how to really make all those voices heard, especially at this very, very, very important precedent-setting time for, for tribes everywhere. Thank you, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. It is a gorgeous day. Whatever you're doing, be careful. Don't hurt yourself or no one else. We're Indigenous, we're Independent, and you're listening to Them Damn Indians at Talk Jive Radio.